1: Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today.
0: Here we are again for another episode of A Wild Podcast Has Appeared, the official Pokemon podcast of comicbook.com. This is episode 237, 237. For those keeping count at home, I am one of your hosts, Jim Biscardi. Joined today by Megan Peters, Christian Hoffer, and Mark DeChamps. Good to be here, guys. Hello. It's a special
2: episode when we're all here. Yeah,
0: Special I know. episode. I want to give a shout out to every single person who uh, took a screenshot. All the all you Spotify listeners who feel like we've been uh, abandoning you, we've been giving you more love, but giving a, uh, sharing the screenshots of your Spotify wrapped. Apple Music needs to get on that and do their version that also include. They have a view- the version that includes music, but not podcasts. I need them to get in on the music stuff too but thank you everyone for sharing that stuff it's always a um it's always a delight to see that if you're new to the show welcome this is a show about you guessed it pokemon we talk about all of it and today the reason we have mark on the show is because in the second half of the show marks played the indigo disc the DLC we have all been eagerly waiting for, except Megan. Megan doesn't There
2: we know. go. I was, about to, I was waiting for the exception later. I was about to say, if I'm not acknowledged in this, in this starting, I will feel like my voice has been no, uh,
0: undermined. No, we, look, uh, like, uh, we, we say this all the time. One of the great things and why you keep listening to this show is because you get varied opinions on literally everything. Like even beyond Pokemon, Do you get uh, <laughs> We've got Gundam already in the chat. Hi, Mark. Don't let Christian bully you. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> he usually doesn't bully me.
1: He usually gym. <laughs> It's
3: not bullying if it's Jim. <laughs> uh,
0: I also want to, uh, to start. start show, uh, uh, look, uh, we usually at some point in the show, we read listener reviews and uh, from Spotify and from Apple. And if you do, uh, we send you a sticker. Uh, I sent a bunch of them out last week, and a bunch of you already uh, are posting about them. About them in the new pod swag channel in the Discord server. So if you need to find the Discord server, we've got it everywhere. You can find it in the pin post on X. You can find it in the podcast in the description. You name it, it's there. Another thing I've been waiting for. Show is a uh, good listener of the of the show. Kestrel Man or Kestrel Falconry in on the Twitch chat uh, gave a 3D printed. The logo and like for maximum effect, I've got to. Uh, oh, 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 hold on, that's too bright. There we go. Look at that. Look, uh, that's cool. Oh, that's
3: pretty cool. That, that is. Cool. Cool. I'm, gonna
0: get, uh, I'm gonna grab a light box of it, uh, and I'll probably put it like back there so we can see it somewhere. But Kestrel man, this is freaking great. Love to really see that. Neat. That's super cool. Um. All right. Well, we've got a ton to talk about today, so we might as well just kind of get right into it. Oh, there is one more shout out uh, (laughs) because we mentioned uh, Jazzwares on last week's episode. Uh, The man who is kind of the master puppeteer of all the Pokemon stuff over at Jazzwares, good friend Aaron Margolin, uh, mentioned (laughs) that he uh, loves that Megan referred to the, the Mewtwo statue that she got as a lamp.
2: Bro, it puts uh, and, off enough light. Let's I will see. not apologize.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, he goes, "Man, I got, I've, I've got them all around my office, and I love that Megan also sees them uh, as lamps." Uh, he's another guy we we need to get on the show soon. We just keep like waiting for like the right time, like when they've got some cool new stuff to talk about. But we'll get him on for sure. All right, let's jump right into it. As as what usually happens with this show. Mm-hmm. We talk about something and then like, the reveal happens
2: no, almost like immediately, almost,
0: yeah. almost, immediately.
2: I mean, they uh, listen we... to us and they say, we forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we it's just not on the schedule.
0: Uh, we have a date for Horizons. Yes. Pokemon Horizons, the new anime. Yep.
2: It is coming. February 23rd, 2024. Still feels like a long way away. I mean, considering the fact <laughs> that it's already airing in the UK, yes. Yeah. Yeah, because, weird. you know, traditionally the uh, English dub premieres in the United States before it premieres in the UK. Right. Uh, but, you know, sometimes they've, they've got to switch things up. I will say we've said it multiple times on the podcast in the last little bit. Uh, the Pokemon Company UK is just crushing things left, right, and center with its events and its, you know, merchandise opportunities and now with its anime releases. Yeah. Uh,
0: Oh, is it going to, is it called or is it showing up in Canada earlier too? Like is literally everyone else getting it before us?
2: Honestly, that wouldn't be surprised. Usually UK and Canada (laughs) go out at the same time. Uh, I mean, again, we know, we know the situation. They're wanting to kind of partner it up closer to, you know, Pokemon day next year, but also Netflix has its internal content calendar. And it will release it when it needs to release it. So it looks like February was the prime time to bring in some kiddos to watch to watch the show. So I mean, we I will guess. be getting it in February.
1: You'd think the Pokemon company would have a little more pull than like Netflix on that. That's just me though. That's weird. Yeah.
3: I'm sure some of it is, is that um, the Pokemon company whenever they complain about Netflix just writes another zero at the check.
2: Yeah, I'm sure the Pokemon company said, "Hey, we would really like this to go live with uh, the UK," and Netflix just quietly slid an envelope across (laughs) the table. When the Pokemon company said, "Never mind, we're okay." that's fine
0: <laughs> to be to be fair, we mentioned this last week that well i, I have to imagine Netflix wants to give concierge some breathing room,
2: yeah I, uh, yeah
0: and
1: so I'm like, sure about
2: that, and wow. I in concierge definitely is a more involved uh you know art style you know right. that they're that they're trying to push out. I will say though, for concierge being uh on the imminent horizon where's the promotions for it? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like nobody outside of people who listen to this podcast or read com. uh are aware that the you know show is happening for how good it and cute it looks. Yeah. Uh, Megan, so, you you, know, you know, maybe I'll eat my words tomorrow and they'll, they'll <laughs> launch
0: marketing campaign just, campaign just and wait Netflix. an hour, Megan. I'm sure I we'll know we'll that's
2: what I do. I talk, I badmouth something, you know, Netflix anime related. And then they're like, Oh, my Megan senses are tingling. <laughs> Let's listen to the podcast and prove her wrong. So
1: Me- Megan, you have to remember something about Netflix. They hype nothing. Like oh, every literally. single time Netflix has like a new video game release, the response is always Netflix has video games.
3: Wait, yeah. Netflix has Netflix video games?
2: Producers. I don't know unless it's The Witcher, One Piece, or Wednesday. At this point,
3: I mean, right. even even The Witcher, they oh, gave yeah, The pawn. Witcher they've let die right. in the oh, last they...
2: little bit. But when it first was a, well, thing.
0: Yeah, you put anything out and it's just a, a a list of where's Henry Cavill? We want Henry
3: Cavill. I mean, to be fair, he's the only reason that show is even remotely watchable. I mean, so, I mean, I mean,
0: that's fair. Well, Netflix realizes that, and that's why they're not promoting. it. I
2: anymore. mean, for Leave one them piece, alone. they freaking put ships in different ports all across the world for <laughs> one piece and had parties on them. So, like, you know what? That's the kind of promotion I want to see. So, how much you that, know that, was that? Was
0: that Netflix funded, or was that is that? Is yeah, that, that the was for, like, funded the Netflix
2: part. Yeah, oh. that was not a that was not a Shueisha toy. I
0: think inevitably at the end of the day, like, why not just put concierge in the February spot and give us Horizons early?
3: Because yeah, they
2: because they already made a decision, okay. Jim. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like they're sticking to their guns. <laughs>
3: well, and also, good. also, you have to understand that in Netflix's eyes, I don't have you to know, concierge is a global thing. No one has that besides yep. Netflix. Right. right. Pokemon sure. Horizons, you know, they, they're not going, it's not going to have like the viewership at all. Like, because it's only here in the United States. Like, it's right. not a global launch like Netflix Concierge. Like, they, you know, it's specifically Netflix has the US rights to Pokemon Horizons. Right. Uh, Poke- Netflix has the worldwide rights for Pokemon Concierge. So that's right. going to be a big deal in Japan. That's going to be a big deal in Japan. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: um like it's, it's the, the United States those are the two markets they cool. you know like I'm not I'm to not even with
2: and I'm excited to see their reaction to it Guillermo del Toro he loves uh, anime yeah. he loves pokemon um, we know he loves stop motion yeah.
0: Megan's got that story pre written. she she's ready, has, she just ready, ready for it in, and then we're ready to go
2: I'm ready
0: <laughs> uh yeah well look I like I, I mean I'm I'm excited I mean maybe we'll get some I mean it's, it it'll be interesting because like yes, the show has been out, and so the spoilers are out there. But like, no one really no one, care no one cares, about cares.
3: Spoilers for a Pokemon no. cartoon, I
0: know. But but I think but like but I think when it comes out stateside, people do right. Like when Journeys comes out, and like you know, I mean, you know, some of it. I feel like whenever there's a big return or whatever, like we get a nice second bite of that apple. And we'll, well,
2: we'll see. It'll be interesting with Horizons, obviously, because we're right. We're missing Ash Ketchum, who was, yes. you know, obviously the major mascot here in America. You know, fans in America really love their nostalgia bait. They love that so incredibly much. So there's there's obviously going to be pushback on, you know, what we see from Horizons. It's done very well in Japan. You know, so far, reviews out of the UK have been great. Um, it'll, it'll, it'll just be entirely dependent on just kind of the audience shift. Uh, older fans... Maybe not so much, but, you know, Netflix isn't really going for them nope with all. Horizons. They're going for kids uh, uh, who probably don't have strong feelings about the protagonist of the Pokemon anime, uh, unlike older fans who have who've yeah. been through it. With
3: Calder asks if Sarah Nadecheny is involved with Horizons. The answer is yes. We don't know what she's doing yet. Correct.
0: So. Yes. Could Uh, be. maybe once it's finally out, maybe we'll ask her to hop on the show and we can talk to her about it.
3: I mean, best. I mean, it's likely that at the very least, she's doing like because you remember she does Pokemon voices. She does Pokemon voices in addition to playing Ash. But um, you know, she she will probably have some some level involvement. We just don't know what yet. She's not voicing either of the main characters. Um, She's and. Um, but that's, you know, really all we know in terms yeah. of that. Although we, I guess we could probably should know it now because BBC has the episodes coming out. So, well,
0: but they're but remember, they're airing them weekly, right? They're not. So, yeah, like, it could be. You yeah, might not have gotten there at this 1-1. point yet. Right. Yeah, exactly. Otherwise, when, you know, when they're all done or when the Netflix will, we'll definitely know. So. All right, uh, let's get to some TCG news. Another Iono card selling for big bucks.
3: So, um, they, uh, so Paldean Fates, the uh, Shiny Treasure EX, which is going to be released here in Paldean Fates, um, is out now over in Japan. And oh my God. um, (laughs) Man, Pokemon fans, they freaking um, love their Iono. So, the Iono is, and uh, to be fair, It's a really cool looking card, like Mm -hmm. like a lot of the cards, like a lot of like the secret illustration rares and the secret art rares look really fantastic. But Iono, uh, she's currently selling for four hundred and five
2: dollars. Oh my
3: god! Put that in context. That's twice as much as the Charizard EX. Holy moly! That is four times as much or nearly four times as much as the Gardevoir EX. So Iono is outselling the Pokemon Waifu card <laughs> by
0: <every> a <laughs> Although we do <laughs> gotta mention color that uh, makes mention that Palafin card that that's been making the rounds where it like Palafin looks like Black Manta, the DC villain. I was like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> like looks friggin' Great, but also terrifying. Have you guys seen that card? I haven't. Yes. Uh, I have. It look, is all
3: all of the cards look amazing.
0: They really do. It's in the um it's in the Discord. So you're just gonna have to get in the Discord and you'll and you'll see it there. That's a nice uh, little Discord plug for semantics because I know he counts them. Uh, he, gets on me, he gets on me if I don't plug it enough.
3: As as a side note, um the uh Poca Beach also uh, like noted what the next uh, the first real set of uh, Pokemon cards coming out in 2024 will be called. It's oh. called uh, Temporal Forces and it will be releasing in March and it will be another uh, kind of like Obsidian Flame scenario in which at least a portion of those cards will be released at the same oh. time as they are in Japan so
0: oh i wonder if there will be another one of those like weird spoiler situations
3: there could very well be
0: Um, i mean if we don't get blood moon urshifu in that uh in a set coming up soon i'm really gonna have
3: so that set is going to be yes uh, that's going to be coming out um and uh so here's the thing so temporal forces we know that it will be uh include wild force and cyber judge which are going to be the um uh, January sets that come out in Japan. Remember, mm-hmm. they release like sets over in Japan differently right. than they release international sets.
0: And then they the, also mix them up.
3: The March set that is coming out uh, is K- Crimson Haze, which obviously is a Blood Moon um, Ursaluna.
0: I uh, meant Ursaluna. I know I said I, mean, I said Urshifu, Which yeah,
3: we know you don't actually pay attention to Pokemon. Well, but I, you know. I pay attention. There's just too many bear looking like Pokemon. Um, I mean, there's like very similar names.
2: Host of this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rolling that out there.
0: That's exactly. Um, everyone knew what I meant.
3: Um, so the belief is is that those three sets will all get merged together for temporal forces. We don't know for certain. It's always possible that they'll take temporal forces and uh, or they'll take uh, crimson haze and include it in whatever the May set will be or June it might be June May or June the spring set. Um but uh it's believed that uh Temporal Forces is going to be a chunky set that includes three releases when, you know, my poor wallet is already weeping in pain.
1: <laughs> You're still recovering from yeah. Lorcana too.
3: Uh I mean I I nice thing is, you know, I still have like one full booster box of Lorcana cards sitting upstairs. And I only need twenty five non enchanted cards left, so I'm I'm good doing good on that. Um, you, 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 know,
0: f- you know, you know it. The better your better option is probably you just flip the box and just buy the individual cards you need on eBay. You'll probably I mean more, you'll probably end up with more money. Uh,
3: than if you just yeah, up. probably. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, so you know, funny thing. Side note, Lorcana talk uh, the. The funny thing about Lorcana is because now that the reprint is happening and like mm-hmm. Floodborne, they released a lot more Floodborne product than they had first chapter product. Yeah. Like everyone complained about it, but the the secondary market prices are like night and day. Um mm-hmm. and now first chapter prices are starting to like drop a lot. Um, so there's only like two cards that are above like 50 bucks that are non-enchanted cards uh for the second set, and more importantly, enchanted cards for the first chapter are are starting to like drop under a hundred dollars, so it's mm-hmm. happening, people. Like, yep. I, I kind of hope. And we
0: said, know. be patient. Like with Pokemon cards, yep. it's happening with it's happening with uh with Lorcana as well.
3: Yeah, I it is uh, the
0: grand circle of life, the trading card game collecting hobby. I
3: I did write, so I wrote a big gift guide uh, yesterday on Pokemon cards for a comic mm-hmm. book, and so in it. You know, basically, I used it as like an opportunity because I get asked the same questions over and over and over every year around this time of year. Like, what Pokemon card should I buy my kid? How do I know if my kid has like a billion dollar Pokemon card? I'm like, y- y- your kid doesn't. Um, but <laughs> of that, um, I went and wrote out like, here are the most expensive cards from these sets if you're really worried about it. And then I was like cracking up because like the first two, it's like it's um, uh but the the nurse by what's it Miriam I think was it, it was two waifu cards yeah two, Miriam with an Iono and then like Charizard Charizard <laughs> I was just like man parents are gonna like look at this and it's like what's what's the Iono Pokemon and then they're gonna look it up and, like why is a girl like the most expensive Pokemon card in the set I'm like well because you're appealing to a bunch of twelve year old boys that's why. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. <laughs> that is that is why anyways so that's that's been our Pokemon card uh, rant of the week I'm sure we'll go back to it soon
0: for sure yeah absolutely all right we got some more Pokemon Go stuff to talk about too right
3: yeah a lot of Pokemon Go stuff so a lot we're, of Pokemon in a, go stuff. we're in a new season it's called timeless travels it welcomes you to travel back to the days that Pokemon Go was popular yeah um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> well a what a what a wow. tagline
3: uh,
2: <laughs> I, I mean I approve
3: Whole uh thing. so basically they're gonna be bringing in all the um Hishuan stuff so uh they just had a Hisuian Samurott um, raid dead. um they're gonna be introducing um the 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 primal forms of palga of of um palkia and dialga um they're adding weird deer here soon. Um, they're doing all sorts of stuff like that. Um, the community days—they actually announced what the community days were, but it's not on the. It's like rallies in there. Chansey Chancy, yeah. What's the other one? And there's one other one that I can't it's, remember.
1: The third one is a community day classic. Oh yeah, I think who it was. Mark, are you still playing Pokemon Go pretty regularly? I, I'm still. I'm not as hardcore because my my national decks for for home is. Pretty slim. Porygon is the classic. No. Um, I've only got like a like a couple of Pokemon left before I have everything. And Go is kind of like helping me finish up like a couple holes in my collection. So I'm mm-hmm. still playing it. I, I got a I got a Samurai yesterday, which is cool. Um, but I'm not. I've dialed back a little bit.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the other thing is is that they are uh, they just announced a brand new character which they first hinted at like oh, two years ago. Um, so this is like the first like new character that has like been in the game since like the, um, the team rocket admins. His name is uh Mateo. He uh, is route involved. And so how it works is if you walk a route at the end of the route, Mateo might be there and he might be there to exchange a gift. So basically you give Mateo a gift which is then sent to a random person, and in exchange, Matteo gives you a gift from a random person, and um, you know that is kind of the the neat thing about Matteo.
2: Nice, wow, that's cool. Truly starstruck.
3: It's a game-changing edition. <laughs> yeah, you know, so that that is what Matteo is doing. He's he's there to give you gifts and to promote the routes, which seem to be you know. Uh, the uh, the routes are kind of terrible i'm sorry it's a bad mechanic they're yeah
1: they're not great they're I'm obsessed sure. with getting people playing the way they want to play right and right. that's where routes comes in and i i like the idea of it but i don't i don't have time to go on a route for you know 30 minutes or whatever it's going to take
3: my problem is they're not accurate so i i went and did a route and i did the and so because the route, so they tell you where the start date or start spot and the end spot is. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go and do this route. Well, there was a loop where you walked around a circle, not once, but twice. And I only walked around it once. And so when I got to the end, they're like, you still have like a thousand feet left to walk. I'm like, I, I don't actually like what are you talking about? And they're like, well, listen, man, you didn't walk enough to get your route reward. <laughs> it's like, I'm never doing this again. How about that? Let's, let's let's play that game.
2: I'm way too belligerent for this. I mean, I haven't I haven't had Pokemon Go installed on my phone in ages. But when I heard about the routes thing, I was like, this is just. I'm so. I'm just too much of a contrarian. When some when when a game tells me yeah. to do something specifically in video games, I want nothing more than to do the opposite. So, like, it, I, the, especially the especially in a mobile game, like if Wait. I can't play your game sitting on the toilet, I don't want to play.
3: <laughs> I mean, that basically describes my entire belief about video games in general. <laughs> <laughs> That's why why Switch is so popular?
2: <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> yeah.
3: The PlayStation Five has no appeal to me, and you know PC. But, you get, but now yeah. you can get the you can get the Portal. Yeah, PlayStation the, Portal, portal. Yeah. Yeah. Which is
0: like, I guess, the PlayStation Switch or the PlayStation deck, you know? Steam Deck. Yeah,
3: Everything you just can't it. Take it out of your house, mm.
2: right? Well, exactly.
3: I didn't even know that the PlayStation Portal was the thing. Was the oh, yeah. thing. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah, right. yeah. See, there you go.
0: Um, the other, uh, one other thing I wanted to mention before we take our break and get to the uh, Indigo Disc Talk is uh, for Build a Bear Evolution completionists, if you did not get the opportunity to get a Flareon when Flareon was available, it is back in stock now at Build a Bear, so we can go get it. I know for whatever reason, like I don't know, they vault them for some period of time and then they unvault them or they. Or I guess they make a set amount and then they run out, and it takes them forever to make more. Yeah. And so that, yeah. thats really what happens. But I know there are a bunch of EVolution completionists out there. So yeah.
3: And sure. also, if you're an EV completionist, go see Godzilla minus one. But
2: <laughs> correct. <laughs> you might not think it's relevant.
3: It's relevant. It it really is. Just trust me. Go and watch it and ponder it and how that relates to EV and (laughs) the general premises of evolution. I'm I'm going
0: to stop this right here and just go. We're going to go to break. (laughs) And when we get back, we're going to talk Indigo Disc with Mark, who has said way too little in the first half of the show. And so we're going to make him talk so much more in the second half. All that and more when we're back in 60 seconds. Okay, well, Indigo Disk, we like it is so close, very close. We're almost there. We can taste it. So close. That's how close it is. And Mark, some of us have already gotten to play it. Mark, you got to go to New York City to get to play this, correct? I did. I did. So
1: Nintendo and the Pokemon Company had a, a special preview for the DLC. I was really interested to see how they would lay it out. Um, all these, you know, comic book gaming, our team gets to do a lot of these types of previews, but DLC is like a weird one um, because, I mean, you know, the whole idea of this is it's post-game, basically. Um, so I was very interested to see how they laid it out and how they, you know, had us exploring the terrarium. Um mm-hmm and it kind of reminded me a little bit of, of how Pokemon stadium is now on switch where basically you have to have a rental team. Um, So I didn't get to use any of my Pokemon. Um, I was using their Pokemon. Um, And, you know, they gave us a really good team and it's a good thing they did because the battles are tough, which is the biggest takeaway. Well, okay, Um,
0: hold on. Let's, let's back up, let's back up a little bit. And so like how much of the game did they, like, did they let you play?
1: So we started off we start off with the player's arrival at the terrarium Mm -hmm. um, where you're kind of just getting a a glimpse of, of like what it has to offer. Um, And, you know, you meet Serrano, who's the the, uh, director of Blueberry Academy, and he already has like villain vibes. Maybe I just don't trust any adult in the Pokemon (laughs) world, Um, but he's, there's just something already about him. I'm like, I don't know about you, man. Um, But so we, we start off with, with going to the terrarium and the terrarium is broken up into different biomes. Right. Um, and each one has like a, a different environment. So we got to actually pick the biome that we got to go to. Okay. Um, so I went to coastal because I like a lot of water Pokemon and I like beaches and stuff like that. So I, we went to the coastal biome and you go to like, like one of like the classes at Blueberry Academy. And basically you get like an assignment about Alolan variants. You have to go find an Alolan variant in the coastal biome Mm. and uh i tracked down an alolan executor and like that was like the first part of the preview sure um you know and and one thing if you were disappointed with the performance of scarlet and violet you're not going to find anything better here
0: good Um,
1: i loved it
2: one of of my biggest
1: complaints about the the uh the game is that i feel like the pokemon are way too small it's really easy to run into them. And like, I finally find the Alolan executor and like, it's there. And I run into an execute that was on the ground that I couldn't see. And I'm like, Oh, this thing's going to get away. And like, luckily, you know, it didn't, but that's, that's been my complaint about the game for a year now. Um, So that's, that's not going to be any better um, than it was, but great. yeah yeah I, but listen there are other improvements there are some really interesting things that they're doing um one thing that i was kind of surprised by is pokemon centers got like an overhaul with scarlet and violet right where you're not going into the building it's just right out in the open they've mm-hmm. got rid of like the nurse and everything like you're not even talking to anybody
0: this is nurse they, joy erasure good. It's, it's, it.
2: it's erasure so <laughs> but, like it's rock think of this <laughs> <laughs> I know he's well, not around you know, right now, but what would he think of this? Brock's so
3: like thirty at this point, so he should, you know, hopefully he's. he's, he's, he's
0: there's no way Brock is married at this point. Still, he may be thirty. No way he's married yet.
1: Everybody has that friend that's still that's still doing it, like that's still like, like you know,
0: Brock. Brock is like living so in no. Seattle, living that crunchy hipster life. <laughs> uh, maybe working for like a tech company and goes rock climbing on his lunch break.
1: Yeah, I could absolutely see that.
0: Sorry, but yeah, no, total so, tangent.
1: So i I could totally see this being like a new thing for like the next generation. They're just going to get rid of that, and they have like these like you know these these self service Pokemon centers, if you will, which I thought was kind of cool. Um, and they're all over the terrarium, and you know we we basically after you finished your class, um, you hear from uh, uh, Carmine who was one of the main characters in the previous DLC. And, um, you know, I knew immediately, I'm like, well, this, she's going to challenge me to a battle because that's what she does. And they didn't even give you like an attempt to heal up. So I was glad, like I knew better. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, that's like, that was like the first, like big double battle. And that's like one of the big emphases in right. the Indigo disc is, is double battles. And she was, she was not a super challenging battle, but then after that, they had us battle one of the members of the Elite Four, uh, Amaris. Out. And I made it out of that battle like by the skin of my teeth. It was really, really close. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of other people apparently at these events that did not
0: beat Amaris. <laughs> well, and, that's hard when you're playing with a rental team. Like it is even if it's a good rental team, you just like when you play with your team, you just you just know them. You know them. You like and out. And you know, we were encouraged
1: to to play around with moves before we we battled her because you know Pokemon Scarlet and Violet has the option to to pull old moves that a Pokemon has learned and bring them back. But going in, you know, we didn't know what to expect from from this battle. Um, and we got to use our chaludon as part of our team, Mm -hmm. which I thought was really cool. Um
0: and kind of a beast. I really, so, I really talk, liked it. Talk to me about the story. At like, did you get like, did they let you experience any bit of that, or was it just like, look at all the cool things you can do at the Indigo Disc? Like, what I want, I want to know more about the story. That's what very, about. very, very protective. Um, you know, they they gave
1: us a couple hints about mm-hmm. like that cliffhanger from the previous DLC. Yeah, but that's it. And like they were very okay. strict on that, like they did not want to give us any idea, which is cool on my you know on my end because I'm excited for for the DLC, so I still kind of get to go into it with a, a clear mind and not know what to expect. And I really mm-hmm. like the story from the Sword and Shield DLC. How how many biomes were there? There's four biomes in the terrarium, okay, and you know each of them
0: has so like coastal, you know, desert, mountain, and
1: Rainforest,
0: uh, or something? something
1: like that. I'm gonna have to figure that out.
0: Oh, whatever. Anyway, yeah. Well,
1: anyway, but um, yeah. It was it was it's really interesting. Um, I did not see any of like the starter Pokemon because you know that's one of the big draws is that you're gonna see like starter Pokemon like in their natural environment for the first time. You know, I didn't run into like any Froakie or Squirtle or anything coastal, but I'm sure they're out there. Mm. Um.
0: Were there were there any Pokemon you ran into that were surprises that we didn't know or not so much? No, and that's another thing they were really, really protective of. Pokemon um, Company, give us something. We were
1: given a very strict list of of which ones we could talk about, but there weren't any big surprises. Like we didn't run into anybody. We didn't run into anybody that's new other than our childan, like I said, who's on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm that's a Pokemon I'm gonna be interested to try out for myself beyond the preview. Like sometimes you get a new Pokemon and you're like, yeah, okay, that's great. You know, I'll I'll just throw them in the, you know, I'll throw them in the PC and that's it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Chaludan was, was a really impressive member of the team. One of the only reasons I made it out of that battle because high defense, high special defense, high HP and allowed me to use a couple max revives to, to pull in a couple members, you know, of my team to get back in it.
0: Hmm. Um, What about the, uh, well, I mean, you kind of touched on the performance issues a little bit. Like, is it, is it just more of the same or is it, Oh, it's yeah, it's not, there was nothing,
1: there was nothing worse, which is, which is a good thing. Um, because I mean, everybody's it's, it's
0: been a year we've all, we all know how Scarlet and Violet runs at this point. Um, (laughs) they give you any indication on how meaty it may be, or like, I mean, I got to imagine it's going to be close to the last one, but I wasn't sure if, because this is presumably the last DLC we're going to get for Scarlet and Violet, right. Unless they come out of nowhere and they're like, Oh, by the way, but I don't think that's going to happen. No, I don't think so.
1: No, no, I don't think so. I think, I think this is it. And I think we might get like a, a black and white remake or, or something next year. Um, but yeah, I think this is it. I think this is it for Scarlet and Violet. Um, the, like I said, the biggest appeal for people is going to be that it's going to be difficult, and that's something Pokemon fans have wanted for a while. Um, and I do, I don't know how long it's going to be, but the fact that like you know we had this preview and and we just kind of got the tip of the iceberg, um, that to me is very promising. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm interested in, like I said, we got no story elements, you know, we just got a couple hints with Serrano and a couple, you know, with Carmine and and where that story is going to go. Um, so I, I think, I think it's going to be a decent size experience. All
0: right. Megan, Christian, you guys got anything else or are you good?
3: Well, I, I mean, I have something over. totally unrelated to <laughs> one oh, okay. Scarlet and Violet. Um, Great. so, um, After, you know, when we were asked about whether Sarah appears in the Pokemon Horizon dub, I did some digging. And yes, of course, we we knew she was going to be in it. Uh, In the first episode, she voices some minor characters. But who sounds
2: just like Ash? It's this like little guy. (laughs) It's hilarious.
3: But more importantly, Matthew Mercer is the main bad guy of Pokemon Horizons.
1: Really, real excited right now.
3: Yeah, like um, he he is he is the main. He's he is like one of the leader, like one of the ad. I don't know if he's like the main bad guy. Uh-huh. So he's not. He's he is one of like the um. He's one of the admins for like the bad guy team. So they haven't revealed exactly like who. Like I guess it's like this character named. Gibeon, who's might be like the main bad guy, but Matthew Mercer is a recurring bad guy in Pokemon Horizons. Um, uh, he's wow. playing a character named uh, Spinel, and uh, one, he looks like a blue haired Matthew Mercer, um, and <laughs> two, uh, he is an Umbreon user. Um, uh, if
2: you, have, if you yeah. have the option to have the voice of Ganondorf and Dio <laughs> be your villain, you take that chance. You go with that opportunity.
0: I think, yeah. Christian, the next question is, is when are we getting Matthew Mercer on the show?
3: I mean, I think that we can make a much stronger, uh, you know, pitch for it. we uh, have know, to uh, probably
2: wait until February because, yeah. you know, we got that. <laughs> <laughs> we got that nice, meaty Netflix delay. You we know? have to pretend so it, it hasn't already aired. We're going to have to wait until 2024, I'm sure. But it's on your to-do list, Christian.
3: Yeah, no. Well, you know, so we asked, you know, it's really funny. We asked to interview Mercer for uh when he was revealed as Sexy Ganondorf. And yeah. Nintendo was like, Oh, he's not doing interviews and then like two weeks later an interview popped up on like some random like website. I was like Me me and Tanner were both like Pfft. Well, Sometimes yeah, well, you no, just gotta we'll go around. We, 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 go we gotta go straight. We gotta go to straight
0: the, to the. We're gonna have to go straight to Mercer on this. Yeah, you gotta, gotta go, go the
2: around. path least traveled. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, you gotta do. we we'll We know
0: there. enough. We know enough people to get some inroads into the Matthew Mercer camp, so we'll figure it. You know that a
2: person out. who knows a person who yeah, knows a all. you know, that's forest right. goes on. We'll get. make <laughs> it happen. <It's weird>. It was weird. He
1: wasn't like on like the trail because the the voice actor for Zelda herself. Was kind of out and about trying to to do interviews, and for whatever reason, we never we never heard back on on her. But um so that's interesting that that she was out there, but he wasn't. Mm.
3: We'll yeah, see. We'll figure no. Out. All right, Christian, give us the Pokemon fact of the week. You know, for as exciting as Kyogre was last week, Groudon mm-hmm. a little bit of a disappointment. The the only well, that's because all of Groudon's appeal is in his look. Like yeah, I know. mean he is he's a, he's one of the cooler looking. Mode. I actually saw the beta version of Groudon and it looks even cooler. Like what? I don't understand why they did what they did to Groudon. because like, I, I mean, I think they were, th- this was like one of those Pokemon that the beta version, they're definitely like, Oh, this is a cool Pokemon, but we can't sell enough flushes of it. <laughs> um, I'm going to, I'm going to put it in the, the, the link. Uh, give me a second. Um, Cause it looks freaking awesome. Like I want that Pokemon. Um, I'm I'm putting it in. Give me one second. I'm I'm putting it in our like chat stuff. Um yeah. Okay. So that's so I did I did my due diligence on that. But so Groudon's big thing is I did not realize this actually. Um it, probably because I'm like, you know, uh when Groudon primal evolves, mm. it becomes a fire ground type Pokemon. And I never realized that. I always forget that Groudon isn't a fire type Pokemon. Right. It's a ground type Pokemon, which you know it's in the name, so mm. you know. Uh, but the reason why no one realizes that it's a fire, you know, but that Groudon's a fire ground type is because it doesn't, it has its four times weakness to water, but that four times water weakness is only activated uh, because Groudon has like the desolate land feature, which mm-hmm. totally uh, negates all water type att- damage dealing water type attacks. And it can't be, you can't replace the incredibly harsh sunlight that desolate land causes. Unless uh, you use either Kyogre, uh, you'd have uh, Mega Rayquaza, or Rayquaza, excuse me, um, or um, uh, Primal uh, Kyogre. Those are the only two things that can like stop it. And so that is why, um, you know, I didn't know <laughs> that Groud- Primal Groudon was a fire ground type.
0: But I mean, I think it, the, the other thing is that in every Pokedex entry for Groudon, it's like, it sleeps in magma. and Yeah! Like- yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it lives in a volcano. Like, how is it not a fire type? Okay? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. They
1: re- uh, they rectified that with Omega Ruby. That was yeah. That's yeah. where I'm like
3: oh yeah now it's now it's a fire type. It's one, but you know, and because but because it has like the super op uh, ability. Like no one realizes that there's like you know, it's a fire <laughs> type because you, you have to go in and you have to like look at it while it's primal evolved to see what its typing is. And nobody's doing that because you're too busy <laughs> busy battling. You're too busy, like, look, I have the power of destruction itself, you know, and it is trapped within my pokeball. And now I shall use it to like, you know, like uh like reverse, like, you know, like the ocean levels rising. Um, take that global warming um and uh you know ironically despite the fact that global warming is what you know he's a fire type but in this case like raising the temperature is good it's like i am god <laughs> with Groudon, on and then like you know Groudon's like you know i'm a fire type it's like Shh, go and kill those pokemon kill team aqua
1: can i say that that's, that's actually one of my favorite things about pokemon scarlet and violet is that every legendary from, you know, the last two and a half decades has always been like, Oh, this is God. This is a, you know, uh, an extremely rare, uh, Pokemon's horrifying clone. And then you have Coriden and Miriden, which are just two dumb dogs that love sandwiches.
3: Yeah, <laughs> Like I, I love that. I know commentary. they're technically legendary Pokemon, but like, are they? Because you know we have all the motorcycle lizards that are just running around and like like we use them as our mode of transportation, and like all this one is is one is wearing a questionable headdress, which you know may or may not be uh, offensive to some you know people, and the other one you know is cyberpunk, um, and and you know that is you know that's the that's you know what they are and those are legendary pokemon like sure okay mm-hmm.
0: i love the the comment we have in twitch uh, right now from uh, <laughs> i have god clipped to my belt <laughs> <laughs>
2: literally <actually>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's just just great uh richard were you able to pull up the uh beta groudon before we close it out because i just wanted to go take a peek at it and uh christian i got i got i got words for you
3: uh, the but. words are "you're right" and "this is awesome."
0: No, the words are basically. It looks nothing. It looks the same. What it different,
3: different? It looks the, the exact same. It, the head is different. It's got how likes. It's got a longer head. No, um, you know, it doesn't have the goofy, like weirdo eyes. Um, like you know, like I love those eyes. The eyes look awesome. The head looks much better.
0: I think those um, are just they're just unfinished. No,
3: they, they aren't. That's a, that's a different, that's, that's very different. Um, I guess, I guess
0: the snout is more square. Oh, you know what it is? The snout and tail are different where like the snout on crowd on now is much more pointed. Yeah. You have have the flat rake tail where here you have like flat rake mouth and pointed tail. Yeah, no, I like the only
3: difference. There's more spikes. It looks, it looks like that looks like, you know, like, uh, a danger. It doesn't look like a like. Oh, we you know. Look at the i i Groudon. Groudon is a Pokemon that has grown on me over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, like when Gen three came out and they're like the new legend. Like here are the new legendaries and it's like look, it's this like goofy dinosaur and a whale and I was like well <laughs> and and it's like oh and, and it's a snake dragon. I'm like none of these look cool. Like what I'm,
0: you didn't like. Rayquaza right from the get go? No, I yeah, thought is awesome. Rayquaza,
3: I did not. I did I, I wasn't you know, I, I just didn't like it. Like I I okay, did not fair. like I didn't like the fact that like all three of them had like the weird segment thing going on. Like, yeah. you know, I was like, what are these earthworms? Like, you know, like <laughs> um like it just I don't know, it just did not appeal to Team Christian. Like I, when I that's came fair. back to the franchise as an adult, I was like, Oh, these are cool Pokemon. Like, but I just you know, like you know, and Rayquaza was I, not like sold on until like it got like mega evolved form and then it's like, you know, like mega Rayquaza looks cool. like the god of the sky. Like <laughs> normal Rayquaza looks like something that I would throw my lawn, like, you know, like a lawn dart, um, during like, you know, a party. The um, only thing
0: that I don't like about either of the three are the weird markings. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the like the circle line stuff that goes yeah. kind of all through them. That the marking stuff is a little is a little weird. But other than I mean, like, I mean, I never really liked. The guy See, the
1: I, word. I like all three of them, but but Latias and Latios are are kind of lame.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, there. Well, well they're... Mark, if you listened to a previous episode of the show, uh, you would know there is a fact about Latias, Latias, Latios, which one?
3: Latias, yeah,
0: Latias, that makes that Pokemon infinitely more um, interesting only because of the lore of what happened about what
1: happened. Yeah. About. You know. Yeah,
3: but it still looks doofy. But the previous, but, you know, just remember Latias is just half of a Pokemon and the other, (laughs) the other, the other half is Blaziken for some reason. (laughs) They they King Solomon that Pokemon and no one knows why. That's right. Uh, All right.
0: Well, with that said, uh, that does it for us this week here at A Wild Podcast Has Appeared. Mark, thank you so much for sharing your insight to uh, the Indigo Disc Always great
1: appreciate her. Maybe maybe it won Megan over a little bit. We'll see.
2: No, um, no. zero. But you know <laughs> what? You put forth a valiant effort, Mark. And I that die. you know what? I pre- I read your I read your little thing about it when it came out. Your your preview, excellent article. Thank you. Still don't care. Ready for the new generation <laughs> of Pokemon to come forward. So I, I didn't do my job. I, but no, that's okay. Look, you informed <laughs> me, and that's I, all I needed.
0: Here's what's here's what's going to happen with the Indigo disc. Unless you already have the game, I don't think it's going to make anyone want to buy the game.
2: Yeah, if you're so, not... If you yeah. haven't been converted to Scarlet and Violet by this point, I don't you've, think... You've left you it be.
0: behind. It's in the rearview mirror.
2: Unless they finally fix the issues that lets me, like, you yeah. know, actually play the game. <laughs>
0: exactly. Nope, not till the Switch 2 comes out, Megan. I was just going to say the same thing.
1: <laughs> just, mean, that's what it.
2: I've been saying since last
1: year. This, uh, last thing I'll say... Every time I go to to one of these events, I will always say to the Nintendo Treehouse people, I'm like, yeah, you know, when you guys have me for the, the event for the Switch 2 unveiling. And they always laugh and they're like, you might
0: know before we do. So
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> love it. All right. Uh, I'll get some business out of the way. As always, um, best way to support the show, leave us a review, five star review on iTunes or answer the QA stuff on Spotify. If we read it on the air, Send an email to PokemonPodCB at gmail.com and we will get a sticker out to you. We love seeing folks um, put stickers on their laptops, on their water bottles, wherever. We, uh, it's great. Um, otherwise, we want to continue the conversation with us. You can find us on X at PokemonPodCB is our handle there. I am at Jim Biscardi. Megan is at MeganPetersCB. Christian is at C. Hoffer C. Bus, And Mark is at Mark DeChamp duh champ <laughs> i didn't make sure i just don't want anyone that just spell it the exact way i sounded it out and until next week i think we're there we'll probably have a i know it's it, it's two or it, two or three weeks away uh we'll probably end up pre recording uh our the there is an episode that, you know our Sorry, Christmas falls on a Monday
3: this year. and so As does uh, New Year's Day.
0: As does New Year's Day. Uh, So we'll figure out what we're going to do for for those shows as far as the live or when we record it or things like that. So um, stay tuned uh, to the Discord again. Great place to find updates for the show there. Uh, Otherwise, we'll put some messaging out uh, elsewhere as well. All right, folks. Another great episode in the can. May the shiny luck be in your favor, and we'll catch you next week. See you, folks. Take care, everybody.